On this episode, we will be talking about creating an investment portfolio to help you realize your goals. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Accidental Investor Podcast. I hope you've been finding some useful information here if you've been a listener, and if this is your first time listening, welcome aboard. Today, we will be discussing how you can go about constructing an investment portfolio that will help you meet your financial goals. Maybe you're ready to start investing, or maybe you've already started, but you're still not too sure how you should be allocating your assets and how much of your money you should be investing in different financial instruments. And if that is the case, then this might be helpful for you. Now, if you're familiar with the investment world at all, you've probably heard of things like stocks, mutual funds, index funds, bonds, or more recently, Bitcoin. When you're trying to dabble into investing and there are so many different options put in front of you, it can get a little overwhelming. It's tough to decide where you should be putting your money. Given how things have been recently with the stock market reaching all-time highs and cryptocurrencies giving thousands of percent in returns in a few months, it might be a little tempting to go all in on one of those things. And you will also hear about people who have most of their net worth in something like Bitcoin, for example. Now, if you are a multimillionaire, maybe you can afford to go all in on one asset since you can handle the volatility in the market and won't be needing to sell your investments to cover your expenses anytime soon. But if you're not a multimillionaire, then maybe you can't risk putting all your money in one asset and have it all go down in the short term. As an individual investor, you have to be very careful with how you allocate your money within different assets. And these decisions should be based on your goals and your risk tolerance. So, In order to understand how you should allocate your investments, the first thing we can start with is assessing our risk tolerance. A 22-year-old single recent college graduate does not have the same risk tolerance as maybe a 40-year-old person with a family. Typically, as you move further in your career and life, you tend to have more responsibilities and your risk tolerance goes down. You also need to consider how you react to volatility in the market. You need to ask yourself if you feel comfortable with your investments going down in the short term for potentially higher returns or if you will lose sleep over a short-term dip in the market. These questions will help you determine what your risk tolerance is and once you have an answer to that, you can find out what type of portfolio works for you. You have to figure out if you're in a position where your main focus needs to be on protecting your capital in the short term while getting some long-term capital gains, or you're in a position where you can deal with short-term volatility for potentially greater returns in the long term. So, if you think your risk tolerance is high and you're in your 20s or 30s, you can be more aggressive with your investment strategy, and you can invest a bigger portion of your portfolio in equities or stocks. For example, you can have around 70 to 80% of your portfolio in stocks and the rest in fixed income securities like bonds, treasury notes, etc. As these are stable investments that usually tend to go up with time. As you grow older and near retirement, your risk tolerance probably goes down. So over time, it might be smarter to shift some of your capital from equities to fixed income securities. So for example, If you're in your late 50s or early 60s, maybe you want around 80% of your capital in bonds. So this is a decision you will have to make based on your personal circumstances. 
Once you've decided on the right investment strategy and the right allocation for you, you've got to find the best investments. Now, this is probably the most important part when it comes to constructing a portfolio. So when you look for stocks or bonds to add to your portfolio, you probably want to further diversify the equities and bonds portion of your portfolio as well. For example, you might divide your portfolio's equity portion between different industrial sectors and companies of different market caps, and even domestic or foreign companies. The bond portion might be allocated between short-term and long-term bonds, or government debt versus corporate debt, and so forth. There are many ways to go about picking these assets. Picking investments takes some research. You would have to look at all the different options you have, such as individual stocks, mutual funds, index funds, ETFs, and of course, bonds, etc. And then you have more options within those financial instruments. I have talked about these in a little more detail in a previous episode called How Do I Start Investing? Feel free to check that out. But this step definitely takes a lot of research and analysis in order to pick the right investments. And again, these decisions would have to be based on your risk tolerance and your goals. So when picking stocks, you need to look at things like what sector of the market the company is in, the market cap, do some financial analysis, and weigh in the risks and rewards the stock comes with. And if you don't want to be so hands-on, you can look into index funds, mutual funds, or ETFs, which are typically a combination of many securities and cover a portion of the market. And same with picking bonds. There are many to choose from, and there are many factors like maturity, bond type, credit rating, etc. that you need to consider. I will definitely be making more episodes in the future discussing these specific investments in more detail. Besides stocks and bonds, I would recommend you should at least look into crypto assets like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, etc. I know this industry as a whole has seen a lot of speculation, but lately with the increasing interest from large institutions like hedge funds, banks, big tech companies, etc., this is definitely an asset class you should be considering when you're creating your portfolio. I believe that having some exposure to these assets could be very beneficial in the years to come. I will be making future episodes for these assets specifically if you guys are interested, so stay tuned for that. Now, once you have your portfolio in place, you need to analyze your investments periodically to make sure that your asset allocation is being maintained. Since due to price changes, the weightage of your assets in your portfolio might change over time. So you need to keep an eye out in case you need to do some rebalancing. There can be many reasons for you to want to rebalance your portfolio as well. A change in your financial condition, any future need for cash in hand, or maybe a change in your risk tolerance. For example, if your risk tolerance has dropped, you may want to move some of your capital from equities to bonds and vice versa. So when you're rebalancing your portfolio, you have to figure out what part of your portfolio is overweighted and move your holdings from an overweighted position to an underweighted position. And then you need to be strategic with the way you do it as well. For example, if your investments in growth stocks have increased a lot over time and now your equities are significantly outweighing your bonds, you may want to sell some of your equities to buy more bonds. But maybe just selling your equities to buy bonds is not a great idea because you might have to pay significant capital gains taxes on your profits. In that case, you're probably better off just holding your future contributions to equities and investing more in bonds. Or if you see a market crash coming, maybe you're just better off selling those stocks and paying the taxes to buy more bonds. 
All that to say, there are a few things that you have to consider when you're rebalancing your portfolio as well. So yeah, a balanced portfolio is definitely a decent amount of work and you need to constantly tweak things in order to make the most of it. But don't worry, with time, you will get used to it and learn a lot as you go. So you should look at it as a learning opportunity. All right, so that is it for this episode. Hope you guys found some value in it. And if you did, please give us a follow and five stars on Apple Podcasts or a like on Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. And share it with one friend who you think could use this information. If you guys want to get in touch, please find me on accidental-investor.ca. I will add a link in the description and feel free to ask me any questions you have. I also write a blog about finance, but a little more geared towards crypto and other assets. So feel free to hop over if you want to discuss some crypto. Well, thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.